coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida. Welcome to the Paper Stack Podcast, where we cover current topics in the note industry, give you tactics for your note business, and talk with industry leaders to make you a better note investor. And now, your hosts, Brett Berkey and Rick Allen. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Snackable Series. I am Brett Berkey, and this is Rick Allen. Hello. Hey. So today we're going to be talking about something we feel is very important for you as a note investor. You must know this. This will uh, make you sustain, you know, in the note business. You got to know the three things that will kill your note business faster than anything. And uh, having Rick been in the note game for going on, I don't know, six or seven, eight years? How long? A decade. A decade, yes. Yeah. Uh, I was close. close. <laughs> I was yeah. close, but uh, yes. Yeah, so Rick, what's been, what's been able to keep you around so long? So, that, yeah, there's these three things that they were taught to me when I got in the note business. Mm-hmm. And when, when I came in and somebody told me these things, I was like, yeah, sure, okay. And it's not till you go through it enough times that you realize that these three things are really important. And it's taxes, title, and blight. Okay. And that's property blight. So those three things, if you don't pay attention to those when you're running your due diligence while you're managing your, your assets, it will it will wipe out your... It'll wipe out your returns, and it can put you in the hole quite a bit. Okay, so as me, it's a non-note guy. Tell me how taxes, and how do I prevent this from happening? Sure. So, especially on, like, if you're buying non-performing loans, you always want to pay attention to taxes. And not just are the taxes, um, you know, how much are they, but are they paid? Um, Who's paying them? If they've been paid... They may register as showing up as paid mm-hmm. on the tax website, but that's because a tax lien was sold and it's been paid that way. And at the end of the day, you still owe that money if you end up buying the the note and somebody and somebody wants to take the property because of unpaid taxes, you either lose your investment or you pay them that pay them that money. And taxes kind of can vary from state to state. There's some states in the Midwest where you could have a hundred thousand dollar house and they have like an eight thousand dollar tax bill each year. Each year. Yeah, wow. it's the, the the taxes are insane. Or a, a two hundred thousand dollar house is running with a you know twelve to fourteen thousand dollar tax bill. What? It's just and they'll break them up into two halves. Like you have a first half and a second half. Shoot, and then you can have city and you can have county. Oh wow! So the taxes can get out of control really quickly. And if you just have one year of missed taxes and you don't see it, and you and it it eats away, you know. If if it's six six thousand dollars on the hundred thousand dollar house, mm-hmm. and you don't see the past due taxes of six thousand that are now eight thousand, and you paid, you know, you think you got a great deal at forty forty two thousand bucks, and next thing you know, you look at you, oh, I all of a sudden went from forty two cents on the dollar to fifty cents or to fifty two cents on the dollar, and if you don't move swiftly. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you went from 52 cents on the dollar to a year later, you're at 60 cents on the dollar. Maybe you got hit with COVID and COVID happened and it halted all foreclosures. And now you had to pay, but the taxes didn't stop. You still had to pay taxes. So you had to pay. And if you're trying to go through a foreclosure, you still got your attorney fees that are building up. Okay. So let me ask you, as uh, where is it that you find these, about these taxes? How do I know? If I'm, if I'm doing my due diligence, I'm on paper stack, I'm looking at a non-performing note. Where do I go once to say, oh, it's not performing, uh, looks like something I'd like to buy, I need to check the taxes. What do I do? First thing I do is I go look at the, the county um, tax assessor's website. I get on the phone, I call them, I say, who's paid the taxes? You know, 
how much is past due? Are there any tax liens? Uh, is there any tax sales coming up? Then I'll order a title report and have them do the same exact thing because they may check and find county or something that I missed. So you, so you even, oh yeah, I'll do it myself. For, well, I don't do it anymore, but we'll have people do it. And they, these are the steps that they go through. This is what I did when I got into the business is I would call and I would run down and track on all the taxes on, on assets that I was going to buy. But you would even trust but verify on that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Interesting. Oh, yeah, because you'll ask whatever you're, you're bidding on assets, are there any past due taxes? And they don't always know. They, no, they don't always know. Hmm. All right. So, no, I'm, I'm, you'd, you'd ask the county, and then you'd go to someone like Dickie Baldwin. Well, when I buy it, I'll, buy, I'll ask the person I'm buying it from, what are the past due taxes? I'll check what number they give me to verify it, and then I have somebody whoever's running my e or my O&E report, mm -hmm. they check it. They check it. Gotcha. Okay, so that's taxes. Mm -hmm. So taxes. Title. Title, okay. So if you're going and running your due diligence and you're not checking properly on title and you don't have the proper chain of assignments or you miss a, maybe there was a lien release, maybe on, you know, sometimes it happened and it happened to us, they originated a loan um, something went wrong with the loan that they had to void that loan, issue a new loan the very next day. It was a HUD. It was a HUD deal. And they've, um, they issued a um, satisfaction of the note okay. on the first one, a satisfaction of the mortgage, and they actually sold that mortgage even though it was satisfied. And so, yeah, you just have to make sure on title you're looking for things on title paying attention to title, make sure you have all the assignments. Each matching assignment has a matching either a lounge or stamp that's transferring the, the note along with the mortgage. And the, the stamp can be on the back of right. the lounge. Make sure that the, the house wasn't sold at tax auction. Yeah, that would not be good. And it's changed titles because what happened is the, the loan will still be there, but the title won't match. And that's happened, that almost happened to us, we caught it, but Actually, the trade. Where, where do you see this stuff? I mean, are you looking in the collateral file? Where are you looking at that? You're just yeah. You're matching up. It's all part of the due diligence, man. You're matching up the collateral file. What's in the collateral file? You're looking at all that stuff. Looking at the assignments and launches. Okay. That's within the collateral file. Make sure that you can track from the time that loan was originated until um, it's been transferred to the person that you're buying it from. You should see a corresponding assignment of mortgage or deed of trust and a matching a launch to go with it. So when you said that it got the HUD one where they sold the loan, but mm -hmm. still they transferred, how the, how do they do that? That sounds insane. Or is that, I mean, how- It's just, ha I mean, it happens. And it may be there was an erroneous um, satisfaction of mortgage filed. You know, there's there's just a lot of different things that can go. Is it, do you, are you finding that in the collateral file? Um, no, that you wouldn't find that in the collateral file. You'd find that on your title report, which, goes to then always order a title report because most title reports um, or O&E ownership and encumbrance reports, they'll go through and they'll track it. Interesting. So, Or you can just take it and hand it off to somebody who does collateral audits like Casey Wilson. Mm -hmm. Casey Wilson will go through it with a fine-tooth comb. And they'll find misspelling, stuff along those lines. Oh, wow. And there's, there's other vendors out there that will do that. Interesting. interesting. Very important. Title. Taxes, title, and then property blight. Talk about, talk about blight. You know what property blight is? When the house looks like crap? Yes, basically. 
it's if you're looking to buy a house um, or buy a note on a house in a neighborhood, you want to go go in there and look to see what the surrounding neighborhood looks like. Like you can have the crappiest house in a neighborhood because if you get it back, you can fix it up, bring up the value, help the neighborhood out, put money into it. But if everything around you is is dilapidated, and I would be looking for stuff like boarded up windows, mm. broken down cars in the front yard, overgrown f- grass, um, vacant vacant buildings, burnout buildings. There's just certain things that you go in there and you get an idea of the neighborhood. And how do you do that? Um, I would always start, the first thing I would do would be a Google Earth drive-by. And when you do the Google Earth, always make sure you're checking in the corner to see what date that was taken. Of course. You want to check the date. And that's just, that's just like, little that's the, the highest level. That's yeah. the highest level. Um, then I'm going to pull up Zillow. I'm going to see what's for sale in the neighborhood. Because that's going to kind of give me an idea of the flavor of the neighborhood. I'm going to look at what's just sold in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at Realtor.com. And once I'm pretty comfortable with that, maybe I'll go look at, um, I'll have somebody do a drive-by. Either for a BPO evaluation or like somebody like a WeGo look. I'm like, look, I need you to go shoot pictures of this house and then every other house on the block. Yeah. Huh. How often do you use like a WeGo look? Is that like a very rare thing or is that a pretty... It just depends on each situation. Hmm. Most of the time it's a no. That's, you know, occasionally I'll use it. Most of the time I can get enough information without having to do that. But what is the we, what, what, What's the goal of the WeGo look? Um, just immediate fresh pictures. You know, I did really? use, uh, the best was I used a um, Bobby Quinn's okay. company, Paypixel now, but it was um, drone footage. Yeah, yeah. And I could just order drone footage online and I had it back the next day and they went and did drone <laughs> drone footage of the house and I could see the top of the house, the sides of the house, I could see down the street, everything. It was, it was perfect. And you can check the roof. Check the, yep. But that's really checking for property blight. You just want to see what what's the neighborhood. And the reason is if you're buying in a neighborhood that's already kind of on a downward trend or the houses around it are on the downward trend, how secure is your asset? Hmm. How secure is your money? That's very true. Very true. All yeah. right. So, so those are the three things. Like I said, I learned them. Um, once you get into the business, you'll learn how important those things are. Taxes, title, and property blight. Interesting. They will kill your note business. Okay, well, that's really good to know. Uh, if you're watching this Snackable, uh, do us a favor and subscribe. We're trying to get our subscriber account up, and uh, we're just uh, asking you as a favor, hey, hit that little button down there. If you like, really want to hit the bell, you can do that as well. Uh, and then also, of course, if you have any topics you want us to cover, and I mean we, I mean him, uh, we can definitely get Rick to, to cover them, and I'll ask the questions. And that's it for the Snackable. We hope to see you on the next one. Thanks.